Dee Dee Moonflyer here. Welcome to the Twilight Tonic Podcast. As always, I have a freshly brewed batch of the strange and unusual to share with you. So grab your favorite tonic, step inside the broom closet, and let's get started. Tonight on Twilight Tonic, I want to welcome Joel and Dawn to the room room. How are you? Good. It's, How are you doing? It's Janelle, though. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I am so bad at this sometimes, with names, that okay. is. <laughs> and I'll probably no say <laughs> I would like you to tell my audience about exactly what you guys do, where you're located, and what you call your group. We are called Spectral Hunters Investigation Team. Mm -hmm. We are based out of Norton, Ohio. Okay. And um, we're a group of, most of us were friends before this, um, and we just have a passion for the paranormal. Uh, Mine goes back to when I was like 10 years old. so this has always been something I've been interested in and we'll do residential investigations and we um, also go to the more known locations like our favorite one is the Ohio State Reformatory and the Licking County Jail. Okay. Did you have an experience when you were 10 years old by any chance? Yes. Yeah. My um, grandma had passed away and we were over at her house. Um, it, my parents and my aunts and uncle were you know, like going through her stuff. And I was laying in my grandpa's room on the bed and the door slammed shut and the room kind of darkened. And I saw shadows chasing each other around the room. And then there was like this loud bang and one of them was laying on the ground and there were other shadows that looked like they were crying over top of them. And then the room lightened up and it all stopped. I walked out of the room and then the closet door like opened by itself and had closed by itself. And then When I got a little older, I was trying to research the property and try to figure out what was going on, what happened, because it looked like, to me, it looked like an accident. Like, I don't know, like they were playing and one of them got shot is what it kind of sounded like. Wow. Um, I was never able to find anything, but Mm -hmm. that's what got me started with the researching and all that. 
Right. How about you, Don? Did you have an experience? Is this why you're involved by any chance? Yeah, I was about 21 years ago, around 2000. I had a, I was going through a severe depression after a, a surgery that I had. And I got to a point where I wanted to give up on life. And I want to say I had a, an out-of-body experience mm-hmm. that I just can't explain to this day of why and what happened. Um, it just still blows my mind. And then after that experience, shortly after that, I was having intense dreams over six months of seeing a car accident. And it would be a little bit there, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Up until about a week prior to the accident, um, I saw the whole thing. I still didn't know who was in it. And then a week later, I ended up being that person in the accident. And I, it, it's like a deja vu and everything just clicked. When I saw the accident, I knew the dream was about me, and I had been watching it six months prior, and I'm going, how is this possible? Mm-hmm. But ever, ever since then, it just kind of drove me down this lane of why and how. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, exactly. Um, throughout the years that you two have worked together, how long has this group been together? Uh, we officially formed the group in 2017. Okay. Have you uh, guys... My husband and I... Okay. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, you go right I ahead. started actually investigating about 20 years ago. And oh. then I met my husband um, in 2003. And I think the first time me and him investigated together was like 2005. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, like I had a paranormal club when I was in middle school. So <laughs> it goes it goes way back for me. <laughs> you started <laughs> young, didn't you? <laughs> And me, me and her husband used to work together mm-hmm. in a prior prior you know, jobs or whatever. And we talked about it a lot of times. And then um, a move later, I ended up about five minutes from their house. And it just kind of culminated into what we're doing now. Yeah. Oh, okay. So is your husband involved in this also? Yes. He's, he's the third founding member. Oh, okay. He's at work, though. <laughs> <laughs> I understand completely. <laughs> So throughout your time doing research together and things like that, you 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 do more than ghosts, correct? Yes. Okay. What are some of the strangest things outside of ghosts have you d- investigated? Um. Well, I guess uh, hmm. there is an entity at <laughs> OSR that we've been. Mm-hmm. Trying to pin down that we think is not not human, or yeah. he's up in the west attic, and that one is one of the ones that actually kind of intimidates me a little bit. But mm-hmm. it's the one I need to go. I feel like I need to go confront. Okay, we do have a team member that does. Um, she does hunt Bigfoot. Oh, really? I've never gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Linda, our um, one of our original members. Mm-hmm. She. Uh, she is an avid Bigfoot investigator. We still have yet to go with her, though. But she lives. Um, she lives actually. She lives five minutes from Post Town. We saw oh. her when we were down there. Ah, oh, okay. Which one was she? Um. Well, she actually was not at the school, but okay. um, she lives five minutes from there, and she works in Miamisburg. Okay. So we went over there yeah. and had drinks with her and stuff on Friday night before the convention started. Interesting. Hunts Bigfoot. That that's really very cool, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is. 
That kind of scares me, though. Like, you know, if you find him, what are you going to do? Run. <laughs> that would be my initial <laughs> reaction. <laughs> I've seen stuff on TV where, you know, like they throw big rocks at you. That's just, you know, it's bad enough when the ghosts throw things at you. And But we're headed to the Monroe House this weekend. And last year, it was the same weekend we went last year. And there was something that it sounded like a linebacker running down this hallway towards us. So that's my objective this weekend is to catch him on video. Whereabouts is the location to this investigation you're going to be doing? The Monroe House is in Hartford City, Indiana. Okay. And could you both tell me a little bit about the background of the house and why you're going to investigate it? Um, Well, we saw it on, I think it was Paranormal Lockdown Mm -hmm. with Nick Groff and Katrina. And, um, there's like, they don't know a lot about the history of the house. And there's, um, there was a family that lived there and they say that like the daughter had died. Um, but like, it's really weird. It's like this, there's a lot that's unknown about the history of it. Like you think, you know, pieces of it, but then somebody else tells you it's something different. And it's, it's just, it's a very odd location because it's, it's all the time it's active and it's, they call it the mysterious Monroe house. <laughs> okay. Is it a mansion? Is that? No, it's just, a, it's a little, it's just a white house on the corner of like in, in the middle of a neighborhood. Oh my goodness. That's interesting. Yeah, it's, That's very interesting. It's just this little white house. It's just, and it's the energy in that place is very off putting to say the least. It's, it's overwhelming when you walk in there, the, the owner, Eddie had bought the house with the intention of flipping it, I think. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't like to be in there alone. Mm-hmm. Is what he he told us the first time we went there. He's like, I don't like being in here. And he, um, like they would have people there to work on it or he was working on it. And, you know, like tools would be moved and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. Very strange, strange location. Do they, do they suspect what is haunting it? Do they have any idea is it the other nickname for the house is the Monroe Demon House ah uh, okay I got you yeah. I've I've heard that of that before albeit you know yeah so I'm not 100% sure what's in there but I don't think it's a little kid <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> the first time we went we went with another me and my husband went with another couple and mm-hmm. this and the other um the girl that was with us She's up there and she's like, oh, I'm just talking to the little girl. And she's like, she's so sweet and talking to her. And I'm going, it's not a little girl. It's making me sick to my stomach. <laughs> mm. So. Wow. Yeah. But that's why, I mean, we saw it on, I mean, I saw Nick Groff investigate it and I'm like, I got to go there. <laughs> so you packed <laughs> your bags and you decided to go to a house that's called the Demon House, huh? <laughs> yep. Pretty much. <laughs> All you would see is a tuff of hair and me running down the street, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so when you go in there, do you pick up, does your equipment pick up on voices or temperature changes or all of the above? All of the above. And what do the voices say? Do you have um, them recorded? We've caught, uh, the ones that we've caught have said basically, like, hi. There's another group that caught 
some very interesting, like it sounded like a baby crying mm-hmm. and they left the recorder running while they left to go eat or whatever. And they came back and they caught it and it sounds like, like a baby crying. Wow. We we're going to put devices in the same area that they did and see if we can validate what they found too. But, um, we just got like high, um, over the uh, spirit box we had, there's a room that's called the, we call it, it they have dolls and Ouija boards in it. Mm-hmm. They have like a coffee table made out of a Ouija board. Wow. And uh, it, it's creepy. <laughs> wow. We set our spirit box on there last time and the spirit box told us to get out. And um, we got a lot of flashlight activity up in that room. Mm-hmm. But the, the biggest thing was the, what sounded like a six foot seven, 270 pound linebacker stomping down this hallway at us. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think I would like that at all. <laughs> I didn't. And we had to sleep in there afterwards. Oh, is there a hotel nearby? Because that's where DD would be staying. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'd be like, yeah, I think I'll sage myself when I leave, sage myself before okay. I go in my room. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm taking a tent. <laughs> I bring sage everywhere I go. So, my intent is to sleep in the house again, but it was it was an uncomfortable night. Like we're trying to sleep, the temperature kept dropping to the point with even under like two or three blankets, we're shivering, and it's just it. So something within the room pulling all the energy out, making it really, really. And like I've never been that cold, mm-hmm. and then it was like I heard my name being called. We heard male voices talking to each other, heard footsteps pacing back and forth in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It was it was not easy to sleep in that place. And we're going for two nights. We won't be back until we're going Friday night and Saturday night. <laughs> wow. My question to both of you, have you brought anything home when you go investigate? Has anything attached to you ever? Or do you take precautions? I would say, my, I, no, I, I have not had that experience yet, but... Um, Janelle, I think that. <laughs> Janelle, you've yeah, been bringing something home. <laughs> a couple of times, like Waverly Hills, we forgot to say. Usually we just tell them to stay and they'll stay. But yeah. Waverly Hills, we forgot. And we saw my son walk into the kitchen. My my son was upstairs in his bedroom. So we told the little kid to go back. He, he went back. Um, after Hillview Manor, I had something pull my foot. Like yank me or no? I'm sorry, it was not Hillview. It was Hinsdale. After the Hinsdale house, something mm-hmm. I was. I came home and I went to lay down and something grabbed my foot and and then we kind of made the mistake of um, we went to Bobby Mackey's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and we went walking down the railroad tracks, waiting for them, and they had we found all these railroad spikes. So we brought some of those home. Uh-huh. And <laughs> it hasn't turned out well. No. Like, well, first of all, at Bobby Mackey's, our team member, Elena, got scratched, like mm-hmm. really bad scratch. And um, then we, we smudged all this stuff, saged it. I think we, yeah, we used sage. We didn't use Palo Santo, which was probably our first mistake. Um, we brought these things home. Since then, our teammate, Heather, got T-boned by a, U, a U-Haul. Um then she went on vacation to Florida. She has yet to tell me that story yet, but a whole bunch of stuff happened in Florida, I guess, that she is attributing to the railroad spikes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I haven't really. I mean, they're still sitting outside on my porch, though. I have not brought them into my house. Well, that, I, I don't <laughs> think I would, to be honest. Oh, they're going to get sent back. <laughs> yeah, our, Heather, our, our teammate Heather, um, one of her coworkers is going to Bobby Mackey's on, I think she said October 19th. So she's picking all of them up on the 18th and giving them to her coworker. And <laughs> <laughs> saying, there you go. You can have them back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the only time I've ever attempted. Like, I didn't think. I didn't think that they would be haunted, but apparently the very tracks are just as haunted as the bar. <laughs> Probably anything you take from any location could come with some kind of attachment, I would think. Yeah. yeah. And I, I never take anything, and I don't know what possessed me to do that. You like, know, I think, yeah. well, I take something there, got in my head, and here, take this. It's a good idea. <laughs> it's a railroad spike. What could it possibly do? Railroad spike, <laughs> Yeah, what can it hurt? <laughs> well, it's funny. Like even when I bring, I have antiques, and before I bring them into my residence, they get saged outside. Yes, because I know antiques can have some residual attachments, and I'm just—I have a small little bungalow, and I can tell you this: I do not want something banging around the house with five animals because these animals pick up on everything. Oh, there's a there's an antique mall about 20 minutes from us, and I walk in there and I go around some of the stuff, and it it just gives me the creeps. The one in Dinah? Yeah, it just gives me the. Cre- and this place yeah. is pretty huge, but you just you pick up something, you just get this creepy feeling. You're like, yeah, no, I'm not going to get that. <laughs> yeah, there's just some things I just yeah no nope no. Nope. <laughs> what is both of yours favorite equipment? What what do you never leave home without? Digital recorder. Uh, I love my millimeter. You do? Yeah. Digital recorder. I mean, it's it's not the amount of gear you take. It's just the correct gear you take. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have all the cameras and the flashlights and all the, you know, the EMF detectors. If you have a good digital recorder and you can be patient and it picks up stuff, you're going to get stuff. It's, so it's just a matter of, you know, I, and that's what I like. And I like to just go... I don't have to mess with a digital recorder. I can hit record and I can just sit there and I don't, I'm not clicking buttons. I'm not doing this. I'm not, you know, I'm not listening to the recording later going, what was that click? And I'm like, Oh, it's probably the flashlight. And I, you know, I can just sit there and talk mm-hmm. and nothing else. So if I hear any noises, like I didn't do that. <laughs> right. And he'll go off by himself where I don't. Yeah. I'll go off by myself and I'll just, I'll go sit in the room and, um, there's a one room at the uh, OSR with the chair room where you walk in there, close the door, there's no windows, no air movement. It's just a room with a chair in it. It's like completely, like almost like silent in that place. It's almost mind screwing whenever you do it. Mm. So when you guys decide what, where are you going to investigate? Do you do, do you help people? Do you go to their homes if they're complaining and they need help and they can't get rid of something? Yeah. Yes. What is your most memorable one? What, if you had to say one investigation outside of places that are well known for investigations, which one has stuck in your head over the years? Um, my one friend who, um, she used to live down the road from me, um, we had been over, we had been over to our house a couple of times, and we discovered that um, well, she had like she had a portal yep. in her house. Um, another member of ours, Elena, 
had been over there previously and had said that there was a portal and did not tell me where it was. And I picked up on it in the same, same spot. But one of the spirits that we were talking to turned out to be a friend of her daughter's that had, um, he had died when they were little kids. And it we asked all kinds of questions trying to, you know, like asking questions that, um, or giving answers that we knew were false, you know, letting the family ask the questions and stuff using dowsing rods and stuff. And, had determined it was a childhood friend of theirs that was, or of her daughter's, that um, was kind of watching over her and stuff like that. Which I thought was really, that was like a really emotional one to, you know, bring, um, being able to communicate that to the family was mm-hmm. very emotional and rewarding to be able to help them get answers. Right. Yep. So what is your dream location, you two? Uh, Lep Castle in Ireland. Ooh. Well, you're going to take me okay. with you, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. Um, mine, mine would probably be Alcatraz. Oh, that's well, That would be pretty nice, too. I like the idea of the castle. Oh, I have a castle that I can go stay at. To my, my to my my family's um, patronage, patronage over there. Mm-hmm. Um, all I have to do is call and make a make a reservation to go over there. And there's a few places over there that I think we've talked about going over there if I can get that place. Wow, that would be quite an awesome adventure, guys. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, that would be. And like I said, I don't. All we have to do is come up with our own food and everything. Because once I call and make the reservation, the castle stay is free, so it's just airfare and food. Mm-hmm. No haggis. No, 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 no haggis. <laughs> Cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers. <laughs> wow. No yeah. See, I don't know if I would do well in Scotland. I'm I'm a very strict vegetarian, so. <laughs> well, see, the other thing about it is where that castle's located. I believe, if I'm correct in saying, it's about an hour from Loch Ness. Ooh. Oh, that sounds like an awesome place. Yeah, it's, it's it's about an hour from Loch Ness, I believe. If I'm correct in my statement. And what is so, what is yeah, your family's be, castle called? Um, it's actually if you look up the McDonald Castle in Scotland, uh-huh. that's basically is what it is. It's, it's the McDonald Castle. It's, you'll see the castle, but then there's like a little white building that's next to it that um, is actually a house that they added to it, so the family could come over there and stay. Anybody that's can go over there, but like it's your family. You get it for free if you're not yet to pay for it. Well, yeah, of course. But that's awesome that you have that heritage yeah. and you know you have family over there. Yep. Yeah, we need to make that happen too. I know. What's <laughs> all this stuff kind of down? Anyway, in 2023, maybe we'll shoot for that. There you go. Yes, let's hope things get better really soon so we can do more fun things out there, guys. Yes, for sure. I remember... Scotland's not far from Ireland, so... Oh. See, I I was in Turkey on and off, and I can tell you this: those old ancient cities, you can feel things, see things, experience things. It's yeah, it's the, incredible. Uh, the castle, the castle that my family is associated with over there is called the Armdale Castle. Mm-hmm. It was uh, built in the 18th century. Wow. Well, I think yeah. you should definitely go, Don, because that'd be awesome. Have you been there before? 
No, I have not. I have not. My mom has told me that we have access to it. Anytime I want to go, she'll give me the numbers and I can just give them a call and tell them that, you know, whenever there's an opening, I'd like to put a reservation in for it. Well, I think you definitely should because, man, that would be an awesome experience. Yeah. So, if, like I said, if you, you know, later, if you want to look it up, it's the Armdale Castle and that's, that's where we would be at. And it's, it's absolutely gorgeous where this thing sits at. <laughs> oh, man. Are these cousins or aunts or uncles? Um, yeah, just cousins. Um, uh, my family, we're from the, I'm actually from the Upper Peninsula, Michigan, originally. Mm-hmm. And um, the, we are related through my grandfather um, to pretty much any McDonald's, M-A-C McDonald's, mm-hmm. over in Canada. Over in okay. Canada. We are, we have pretty much relation to any one of them over there, mm-hmm. which directly relates to um, over in Scotland. And I guess my my little tidbit of fame is, um, I wouldn't say that, but the um, the story that was written by, um, I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, but the guy that wrote the Oak, um, the Oak Island story in the Reader's Digest, uh-huh. his last name was McDonald, and that was a distant cousin. That's awesome. Yeah. I asked my I asked my uncle about it because he knows them all, and I go, "Is so and so our cousin?" He's like, "Yeah, actually, is." I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> <laughs> That's always nice, isn't it? When you figure something like that out. So, does your relatives yeah. believe that it's haunted? Uh, I don't think that's not haunted, but there's some locations over close to the area that are mm-hmm. that I've heard, and I'd like to go there. And but like I said, I have that that stay point over there so we could go out and investigate and we have a, we can go back to the castle and say, I'm right. sure it's from the 18th century. I'm it's sure gotta be there's, there's gotta be some haunted going on there. <laughs> I'm sure you could pick up on something in there. Oh yeah. yeah. Put a bunch of sensitives in an old castle. You're going to find something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't been enough to um, talk to my cousins in Canada and actually ask them about it because a lot of them have been over there. Mm-hmm. But with everything going on, I just haven't been able to go to Canada and talk to them and, you know, right. and get more insight on what goes on over there. Exactly. Um, I was going to ask you something. Oh, do you ever investigate your own homes? I do not. No, I don't. Yeah, I would think that would be a really bad idea. It, that's my, I, I take that as my sanctuary away from all this. Mm-hmm. And I have it clean and I don't do that at the house. I don't, I don't talk about it. I don't, I mean, I watch programs and stuff on TV, but I don't sit there with my equipment and ask questions and try to investigate my own. I don't want to bring something in and scare yeah. my kid and my wife. So. <laughs> yeah. We already have stuff here. So I just try to tell them that if you mean us no harm, you can stay. If you do, then you must go. But either way, you have to leave me alone. <laughs> right. Right. I remember when we were. Supported. Yeah. <laughs> I won't re- do anything in my house either. I remember when we moved into this home four years ago because we had to relocate to Fort Wayne. I'm from Dayton, Ohio originally. Okay. And my husband looked down and he looked at me and I didn't say anything to him. And we went on and we were painting. I looked over and I kept seeing this black and white cat. And I was didn't say anything. Finally, my husband looks at me, he goes, did you let a cat in? I was like, no, you mean the cat that just walked into the bedroom? He's like, yeah. 
And of course, there is no cat in the house. So we actually have a ghost kitty that lives in our bungalow. Oh. That plays well, with there my are worse things. Yeah. It was really funny because he, I bring home everything. I have five animals in my home. So I, I tend to rescue quite a, quite a lot of dogs and cats and birds. And he was afraid that I had seen it outside and just let it in. I was like, nope, <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> now, there, there, I tell you what, you asked me about investigating my house. I don't, but um, last week, um, my wife was sitting at the house and she heard um, our dog. We just had, we had to put our dog to sleep a couple about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, I'm sorry. Yeah, she's 14. She was getting, she was blind. She couldn't move a lot. So that's fine. But she was sitting there and she was just done drinking her coffee out of the sunroom and she heard our dog's um, collar bell. Mm-hmm. She looked very, very lightly and she said, What the heck was that? And she texted me. She said, I just heard Marissa's collar. And I'm like, Huh? I didn't <laughs> understand what she meant. But no, here's the funny part. She left later that day when I came home. I walked in the house and the first thing I smelled was wet dog uh- right by the door. Like, it was like she was waiting for us to come home. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, that's a little weird. Because even my son was like, Dad, why do I smell Marissa? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it, 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 it's, you know, I don't investigate it, but there's things that happen and you're going to like, huh, kind of scratch your head like, okay. <laughs> right, exactly. I think probably happens to everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and just to follow up that Oak Island story, the guy was his name was David McDonald. Ah, okay. And uh, one of my distant cousins. I think it. I think that's really awesome. I think that's cool. Yeah, that is really cool. I am. Um, no, you went to Mackinac Island, right? Mackinac Island. Yeah. Okay. For both of you, um, are your children interested in the paranormal like you guys are? Yes. Um, yeah, somewhat. Okay. My oldest is 22, and he's been to um, the Ohio State Reformatory with us a couple of times. Mm-hmm. My youngest is 11, and he wants to. We've taken him to a local cemetery a couple of times, and it was interesting because my oldest son um, thought that Ryan had thought that my my little one, my oldest is Ryan, the younger one is Brent. He had thought that Brent was like brushing up against him and he looked over and Brent's like 10 feet away from him. And he goes, and Brent says, did you guys see that dog? And Ryan's like, okay, that's kind of what it felt like. Like either Brent was running by me or it was a dog mm-hmm. brushing against me. And I went, okay. So the little one sees it, the older one feels it. and Ah, <laughs> uh, yep. So they're lucky children because when you have a parent that supports that, it just becomes part of nature for them, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. My my dad has passed. He passed about five years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, my little my son is eight. He's he said a few things to me, like when he's sleeping and he wakes up. He says he's he's told me he said he's seen Papa last night. Oh. Like like in your room? He's like, yeah, he was in my room with me. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, you know, I'll talk right. to him about it, kind of, you know. Well, he's not afraid of it. I told him you don't need to be afraid of it. I said, he's just coming to say hi. Uh-huh. You know, so it's just, you know, so he's, he's kind of has that, kind of has that sense in him too. 
Right. Our other teammate, Misty, has a son who's, he's 12. He'll be 13 on Halloween, actually. And uh, he's interested in them as well. So we've kind of, for Brent and Kane, we've, we're going to get t-shirts made that say little shits. <laughs> <laughs> I'll explain and that like, t-shirt to, to people because I had several people go, why does she have that? I'm like, I don't know. I'll ask her. The shit, the name shit. Yes. <laughs> um, well, about, I want to say it was like, I don't know, 2007, 2008, we were hanging out at a local bar drinking one night, and my husband and his buddy and me were all talking about, oh, we're going to form a paranormal team. And my husband's like, but it's got to be catchy. It's got to be like shit or the F word. And <laughs> I'm like, well, it can't. Be the F word because if we do resident residential, that's not family friendly. And he goes, okay, well, then it has to be shit. So they spent two hours while drinking coming up with the name Spectral Hunters Investigation Team. <laughs> oh, my God. So the name was formed about 10 years before the team actually was because yep. if we ever formed a team, this had to be the name. I gotcha. And we were on our way to doing it, but then they found out I was pregnant with Brent and I was not going to be investigating a paranormal pregnant. No, no. I don't think I would do that either. No, I I was going to volunteer at OSR, and I'm like, no, I'm pregnant. That's a bad idea. <laughs> my mom was, my mom passed in 2019, and I was raised around Edgard Casey and um, Course in Miracles and the teachings of Seth and all this amazing stuff so if you saw anything she always told us that's just part of nature that they're just mm -hmm. it's just part of being here and some people just don't cross over or they don't know no. if they should cross over or they're afraid to cross over yep. some do and come back yeah and she just always explained that to me that it's you know everybody has that ability everybody has that potential to communicate and she taught us not to be afraid of it. So I always thought that was amazing because otherwise I probably would have jumped out of my skin my entire childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, I'm out of here. <laughs> yep. Yep. So what's your big plans for 2022? Well, I went to MadCon on the 18th of September, and I won a trip um, for up to 15 people for two nights at the Broken Bow Asylum in Oklahoma. So that is our big, our big trip is we're going to go get an RV mm -hmm. or um, a couple RVs because there's going to be 15 mm -hmm. um, and go to Oklahoma and investigate the Broken Bow for the first time. Oh, congratulations. Stay safe Thanks. and bring some sage. Oh, for sure. But I have, <laughs> okay, I have a backpack that says, in case shit goes sideways. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it, um, it has all of our, it has holy water, holy oil, St. Michael medallion, sage, palo santo, anything you can think of. Um, uh, hematite. Or, yeah, I said that right. Hematone? No, it's hematite. Hematite. Yeah. Maybe get you some tourmaline in there. Yeah, tourmaline, obsidian. Yeah. I've got sea salt, 
in all sorts of things. Florida water. I, it's packed. It sounds <laughs> our, packed. Our, our, another big one's going to be we're going to do Hinsdale House in April. Mm, yeah. And um, that was like you said, Native American burial stuff right there, right? Uh huh. Okay. Well, there was a Native a, American massacre. Actually. Yeah. There's a there's a pond that's been dug up there, mm-hmm. and from what we've been told is that used to be an Indian burial ground up there. Mm-hmm. Headstone. Yeah, they headstones, headstones and everything like that. But um, in April, I'm actually going to go and dive the pond. Mm. So Where is this out. at, Don? It's in New York. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to do a scuba dive to the bottom of the pond and see what's down there. Huh, what part of New York is this in? In Salem, New York. Where? I'm sorry. It's up, upstate New York. Okay. I was just checking because I have relatives all up in New York. No, oh, it's beautiful. I mean, it's it's a very that place is odd too. Like yeah. we we spent a weekend. Um, another our teammate Misty had won a a trip, um, a weekend trip to the um, Wildwood Sanitarium, mm-hmm. and Wildwood is about a half an hour from Hinsdale. So we came up with the idea to book them book Hinsdale for the same weekend, and we each group spend a night at each location mm-hmm. over the course of a weekend, which was really, that was a lot of fun. So now we're going to go back and just do Hinsdale for an entire weekend. Okay. That will be a fun trip. I, I love New York mm-hmm. state. I think it's beautiful up there. I'm going to get some native Americans in there to bless me before I go down there. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to head off to Hogansburg and get blessed. <laughs> I'm going to do something because if, if I'm going to be involved in a, um, a burial area of Native Americans, mm-hmm. I want to have a blessing. I'm not, you know, not 100% sure that those graves are Native American. Well, so. It's in the area. Because so. it was also a stagecoach stop, I guess. And we were, the last time we were there, we were using, it's called a phasma box, what we were using in the um, cafeteria at Post Down. Oh, okay. Yeah. We were using that and we kept getting entities speaking in, in German. And we're like, why? Why is it German? And I went, wait a minute. This could have been, they could have come through Ellis Island and this is yeah. a stop on their way to go in wherever they ended up in the country. And they there was, I guess, a guy and his brother that were killing people, allegedly killing people that would come through on the stagecoach and robbing them or you guys are going up to New York, Oklahoma. Yes. Any other place you're going to investigate in 2022? Um, the Indiana State Sanitarium is oh. on our list. Uh, we're going to go back to Fairfield County Infirmary. Okay. The Licking County Jail. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we have an event that we are hosting at the Ohio State Reformatory on April 15th. Okay. Um, and that's going to be for like anybody who, whether you're experienced or not, um, can come out and we'll have, um, we have some special guests that are going to be joining us. The owner mm-hmm. of Hinsdale, Dan Class, is supposed to be joining us. And um, Mike Catcher and his team, Beyond the Dimensions, will be there with us as well. Okay. We thought that would be a good opportunity to show people the type of equipment we use and that kind of thing. That would be fun. If, if anybody has an experience, you guys are probably, you guys are, we're so kind and welcoming. 
I mean, I really was impressed in how you explained things to everyone and you included everyone so they would not be out of the loop and feel lost. That was amazing. Thanks. Well, Janelle, it's been so awesome talking to you and Don, and it was wonderful meeting the whole team last week. It was wonderful meeting you too. Yeah, Jason Schneider is awesome. Yes, he is. He's, He's a really amazing. good host. And I got to meet Megan. It was just a wonderful weekend for me and my best friend. And we had a great time meeting you guys and bumping in the night. Yep. <laughs> so we'll have to do it again next year. Yes. Or if you're close to Fort Wayne, Indiana, please, you know, let me know. We can go have okay, dinner or something. Sure. I'd love that. That would be great. Great. You have a nice evening and you take care and you guys. Stay safe out there. Okay. Thank you. You too. Have a good night. Bye.